You ready to smash some meat together until we produce a couple of genuine wrestle boys? Hello. Hey. Welcome to Genuine Wrestling Boys. Thanks. Podcast of four friends made better friends through a love of professional wrestling. I'm Derek. I'm Matt. I'm Zach. And uh, Isai is off in parts unknown. You said four friends. Oh yeah, we're three friends today. I can't change the tagline when it's already in my head. That's true. But you know what? There's a couple cats improv, right here. Improv, baby. So five friends, including I'm, these cats. I'm not an improver. I'm thinking about taking improv classes to be a better podcaster. Can you do that in Boise? Do they have improv classes? Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Somewhere. Lesson one. Yes, and. <laughs> that's why I get mad at people when I try to improv with them, because that's the only rule I know, and when they don't go along with it, I get upset. They're fucking blowing it. Yeah. Well, jerks. I'm going to do no but to anything you ever try to improv now. <laughs> no, no but. <laughs> buts about it. They call me Timmy No Butts. Oh. No, I got a nice butt. Okay. Uh, let's talk about wrestling. We'll see about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, raw. I didn't watch it at all. I watched you had a stressful week. Like 45 minutes of it yeah. and then got bored. Uh, I mean, you didn't miss much. I feel like that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Dogs of War, maybe splitting up. Yeah, that's like the only thing I really watch. I watch like clips. I've also had not a stressful, but just oh, busy yeah? week. Busy. So, yeah, yeah, I'm in the middle of moving. So, oh, that's right, that's right. Uh, Got to prioritize. Uh, well, apparently Tamina also returned. Uh, Hulu that. didn't deem that worthy of uh, putting on the the screen, but it sounded like she had a match with Dana and Nia. They also announced that there will be a women's battle royal match at evolution for like number one contendership and i saw that makes a sense. lot of women's wrestlers throwing a whole lot of shade at that yeah it seems <laughs> like, the, like well that's dumb yeah dude i mean i could see where they're pissed it's like yeah. hey here's I, an all women's pay-per-view but we're gonna put most of you in one match I, naomi literally like tweeted like hey where's my opportunity from winning the wrestlemania one also you never ship me my trophy oh fuck <laughs> you so dude hell fuck yeah him. i love how they could just be mad at their job i know I mean, and I, I completely understand. But yeah, that's yeah. One thing I saw from that was Tamina lifting up uh, Naya to do a Samoan drop. So oh, really? That's pretty impressive. impressive. And I mean, good sign for someone coming back from an injury. Yeah. So yeah, did she do that thing where wrestlers disappear and come back scooper jacked? I mean, it's hard to tell with her because her like gear is full body suit. That's true. You know? Yeah, but, that's true. I mean, but she's she at least. She, Lift. Acted jacked, like yeah. Acted jacked by lifting jacks. <laughs> um, that's like the like terrible newspaper headline. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of what else happened. There was. Oh, fuck, I don't know. That was it. That's fine. Uh, let's go to SmackDown 1000. One K. Um, I just pulled up the whole thing because I thought. I very much enjoyed this show. It was show. a great show. Yeah. It was like everything that was really annoying about Raw 25, not 
just not there. Honestly, I was feeling so fucking like nostalgic watching SmackDown 1000. The only thing I wish a little bit, they would have fucking just popped that, like dusted off that big old fist entrance they used to have. It still exists. It still I've exists. seen pictures of it in the warehouse, though the original one is in half, but I'm sure there's <laughs> yeah. other ones. Yeah, exactly. That would have been a nice touch. But other than that, I thought they did a really good job. I liked the, I appreciated all like the stills they were showing from like SmackDown's past. And it really reminded me that like, that was the show I watched. I guess I don't, have as many memories of like the raw stuff. I think my parents deemed SmackDown the more uh, like, it was, appropriate to it watch. It was more. more wrestling based, like yeah. like it is now. It was more like in ring competition based versus like entertainment based. Yeah. And there was like <clears throat> there was it was like just the little history lesson for me who didn't really watch SmackDown. I was like, oh, I know that person. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I, I mean, it's also a little. They took a little couple liberties it seemed like fudging things because i didn't realize until we were like until watching it, i was like wait evolution was not on SmackDown. they were not and they they like kind of mentioned like saying like oh it's the first time ever they're all on smackdown yeah. like like yeah they were a raw stable like <laughs> yeah i mean that could have made sense on raw 25 like batista was a huge part of building smackdown yeah like he so like he and Cena were the world champions, and they like in part of the draft switched shows. So okay. Cena went to Raw, Batista went to SmackDown. So, and he was like a huge part of like continuing to build that. Yeah, but yeah, Raw like Evolution was on Raw. Yeah, that was their thing. <laughs> well, let's just go down this show. Yeah, it started with an episode of the greatest show on television, Truth, Truth TV. TV? Oh my god, this went to a place I did not expect. Okay, same. So, first off, um, like when Stephanie came out, like when Stephanie's a shill for the company, I'm like, whatever. But when she's just like, hey, what's up? Raw's better. And yeah. just arguing with Shane, and like, I, I wrote down that I agree with her. I don't remember why, but, um, like, I really like that character, like that side of Stephanie. Just like, I mean, like, I hate it, but that's what you're supposed, you're supposed to do. To, to, she's like, really good at it. Yeah, and, like, sometimes, yeah. like, I see her and she's just annoying, especially with, like, when she's pushing the women stuff and being like, this is me. Yeah. yeah. But, like, with this, like, I feel like, th is this what she did, like, when she was younger? I or, mean, like, it, she was more of, like, entitled princessy character like so she was like commissioner or gm of smackdown like the original she one. was like the right yeah like yeah, first like the first one and like was that for a long time and it was definitely like i'm vince's daughter yeah like, yeah i you know you my can't my father's company my father's company like she's great except when like she runs down talent that can't do anything to her like yeah. in response Cause like that's the thing about a heel like authority figures they should get their comeuppance basically and she never can yeah mm -hmm. um minus that though it's like I, she's really great at playing that character yeah we had a return of Shane the uh, return of the Mac that's what you're supposed to say to that yeah <laughs> um and then Vince comes out oh my god and feeling real jovial tries to teach his children what wrestling's all about yeah entertainment yeah and the entire time i was like there's gonna be a dance break vince is gonna dance but then vince called for the dance, the dance break. break i've heard in interviews where vince uh in like 
wrestlers have uh, said in interviews that Vince has always been proud of the fact that he can dance well for a white man. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I don't think, yeah, sure. And he I don't, think, I, I don't know if we're getting the best of it at 70 years old, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. That I was just like, what the fuck is happening? Especially like thinking back to raw 25 and how he like, it was a similar opening where like he came out with Shane and Stephanie out there. Yeah. But he was like healing up, like being a heel and stuff. Like I out there. And then on SmackDown, he did like the baby face thing. It was it was so. I weird. was like, I was like, is he taking a page out of John Cena's book and just not giving a fuck anymore? Just like, yeah, we're having fun. I think it, they were just trying to have it be a I'll, fun show. Yeah, and like, and they succeeded. I think that was a good way to start off uh, bringing back the canceled, the recently canceled Truth TV. I think was a great move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I've, backpack kid dancing. A lot of backpack <laughs> yeah, kid dancing. Yeah. I was very happy about yeah. that. But like, yeah, I just. Vince McMahon is a fucking terrible person and a scary, scary man, but I loved him in this. He did a great job. He did a great it, job. It set a tone for the night that, uh, I don't know, I guess carried through the, the whole episode. It's yeah. kind of like, I guess maybe I love the character of Vince McMahon. Mr. McMahon? Because, like, when he when Kevin Owens headbutted him, I loved that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like, the stuff I've seen with him in Austin, like... I he, think I really like oh, his he's a character. Great character. When you hear, and then you hear things where it's like, you hear instances where he was being like just super sweet to people and like, mm-hmm. like out of nowhere, like being like, oh, bring your whole family on this trip or whatever. And it's just like, uh, stuff. And then you hear about just how much of a fucking megalomaniac he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's just a very, I guess, complicated individual. <laughs> well, complicated individual. Is. And we don't, get the full picture ever and that makes him even more complicated because yeah. you don't know yeah and he he won't say the certain things is why he's like that so yeah so um, we'll never know but yeah, yeah i enjoyed that i thought it was a great way to kick off the night yeah and i'm happy to see shane mcmahon back uh not being dead after i felt like he probably was going to be dead exactly um this is not in order um i'm on cage side seats I went to you because I want to support you, Cage Side Seats. Why are you not they, talking about everything? Are, like experiential recaps. They're not like oh, like it's chronological. Like, yeah, not necessarily chronological. It's like this is what I experienced watching the show, kind of. Yeah. What I'm pretty sure happened next was that the tag match. The USO. It was USOs. Okay, yeah, I forgot who Brian it was. Brian and uh, blue, AJ. AJ. I want to see them as a tag team. I know they're both way above that, but like. If they could do moves together and it wasn't just to them build to, like, mm. argue with each other, they could be so fucking in good. In, like, a year or something, like, if they both, like, weren't in the title scene for a minute, like, maybe over summer where, it's, you know, there's weird summer booking. Yeah. That would be a fun thing to watch for a little bit. Yeah. yeah like, they're both, they're probably two of the best wrestlers in the company. They are two of the best wrestlers mm-hmm. in the world. <laughs> yeah. So, like, seeing them do stuff together, it's like seeing uh, Kenny and Ibushi together. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's like. Something I, I really liked about that match, though, was seeing two of the, I mean, arguably the two best wrestlers on the main roster. I don't know. Yeah, arguably. But uh, against the Usos, it also shows the importance and difference of like really good tag team wrestling. Mm, yeah, because they're like the they're, they're the best I think at it. I mean, the New Day's got great stuff, but like as far as so, work work goes, they're like right there, at right the top there in in the company. And that really like showed. It's like yeah, these are like Daniel Bryan and AJ, are the two two of the best in the company. 
But like when it comes to tag team wrestling, like Jimmy and Jay are fucking almost untouchable, and yep. they haven't been around for a while, so it was cool to see them uh, wrestling together again. Yeah, they the Usos ended up winning because uh, one of the Usos pushed Daniel or Daniel Bryan into AJ Styles. He got freaking pissed, yeah. man. They they need to watch wrestling. <laughs> this happens all the time. I know. <laughs> like I I'm very tired of that, but it's still a good match. So yeah, yeah. Um. Then. You heard that sweet, sweet voice of uh, Lemmy. Yeah. Evo- Evolution came out. It's a mystery. Mystery. It's a mystery why they reunited on SmackDown. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, yeah, so let's talk about the segment, and then we'll go into like a brief history of them. Sure. Um, so, yeah, like they just... They Rick used- Flair, did Trip start it, or did Flair? I think it was Triple H. Yeah, they're all just cutting promos. They each gave a little promo. Randy Orton was a dick. Yeah. Played I mean, into his character. He's okay. a heel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because Triple H basically did his whole, I mean, I don't want to say copy-paste, but it was like, we change things around here. Yeah. The same thing that he has been saying <laughs> as, as D- DX has been reunited. Yeah, yeah. And, like, and then Orton basically just said, like, yeah, like, evolution was a springboard for me to do all these great things. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> And, and, uh, and, like, cut little heel promos on it. Ric Flair uh, had a line which I, like, went and checked to make sure was 100% <laughs> cut off the YouTube version oh, yeah. of it. He said, 1,000, I'm more, more used, used to the to number 10,000. Because 10, that's the amount of <laughs> women he's claimed to have slept with. Yeah, and then he just laughed. He just gave himself a good chuckle at it. <laughs> yeah. On, on that same note, Batista was like, there's not anything I could say about Ric Flair that you already know. Oh, or could I? Or, or could, could I? I? And then there was like this, keep, like little. Keep that tension. in your pants. Keep that in your pants, and then started walking around holding the mic down like it was a swinging dick, <laughs> and swinging his arm around. And I love. Rick also, Flair. cut off the YouTube version. <laughs> well, like old man Ric Flair's like, hey, woo, <laughs> woo, and then I almost like I <laughs> was hoping everyone would kind of give fucking a. Uh, Orton a look like yeah, keep it in your fucking pants, Randy. <laughs> but that was the past. Maybe I that's know. why Batista did it. Maybe. Said it. Um, I bet he's just seen Ric Flair's penis more times than anyone. Oh, I'm sure ever wants to. Uh, but yeah, Batista's promo. I thought he fucking brought that. I out thought there. it was fucking so amazing. great. Like he built everyone up in the beginning, and then was just like said something about Triple H. Um. What's this say? Um, I during the promo he said at the very beginning, like if any of you know me, you know that having this mic in my hand is the last thing I want, and I didn't yeah. quite understand that. He's not. T- he's never been a good promo. Okay. Like, I mean, he's had good ones before, but that's not his strength. Like, well, I mean, he doesn't enjoy it. He took some acting classes. He's and- taken some <laughs> acting yeah. classes. Like he's gotten a lot better at it, and but like historically, he was not. Yeah. It's, it's just not his favorite thing. Sure. He was a he was a stack of meat. Yeah, he was yeah. a big stack of meat. And then he uh, kind of talked shit on Triple H. It was funny. It was great. Yeah. Like his whole thing was so good. I mean, like being in his hometown, him saying like literally like I you know worked two blocks from here, bouncing for nightclubs for thirteen years. Yeah. Like because he didn't get into WWE till he was like a little older, over, like over thirty. Yeah. Wow. The yeah. line that he said that uh like. When he referenced, he's like, "Yeah, you guys called me Bootista or Blue Tista. Like, yeah. whether you hated me or loved me, like I loved you every second of what I did." And it's like, I, 
that just felt so genuine. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, fuck yeah, Batista. I yeah. want to see you wrestle again. He's, I just love seeing him. Like, after he played Drax. Yeah. Like, and then I saw that he was a fucking great dude. Yeah. He's like, like a solid, solid advocate and, like, for great things. Like, solid ally. And yeah. And, like, it's just a good dude. And now he's going to be in a movie with one of my favorite people, Kumail Nagiani. Bruce Springsteen? <laughs> God, that was sick. <laughs> yeah, there's a picture of the two of them hanging out together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's also my favorite barista. <laughs> yeah. Batista the barista. <laughs> of course. Um, yeah, so tell me, teach me, teach me, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> We're at my house. This is weird. Uh, teach me about uh, evolution. So... Basically, like, Evolution found it was, like, started in, like, 2002, mm-hmm. like, when the brand split happened, the like, the original brand split, and it was just, like, Ric Flair and Triple H teaming up, and then them bringing along these, like, two, like, studs, basically. Two young bucks, if yeah, you will. Yeah, that were, like... Who? Young bucks! <laughs> like, unproven at the time, but both, like, super full of talent. They're from both from the same, like class in OVW that also had John Cena in it and Shelton Benjamin. Yeah. Like it's fucked up. They were all in developmental together and Brock Lesnar. Jesus. Yeah. And like, basically it was just like a big springboard for like those two, like, and they were just, they dominated raw for like a while. Like they had all the titles. They're like the shield, but with four people. (laughs) And like, I think at one point, like triple H was like heavyweight champion Randy was Intercontinental Champion, and Batista and Ric Flair were Tag Champions. And that was, uh, like, Evolution was, um, it was really a resurgence, right, for, like, Ric Flair's career. Oh, yeah. Like, he had come back out of retirement recently before that. Yeah. And then he went on, like, that very last run, like, for, like, five or six years starting there. Yeah, and he he was super huge again. Yeah, and then... Randy eventually won the world title. He was the youngest person ever to do it. He was, like, 21. Yeah. And... Like they turned on him, and that's how what launched his singles career, which was not good at first, but eventually turned into some the good legend stuff. Killer, for a while. Yeah. yeah. And then, like a year later, Batista turned on Triple H, and like that's how what launched his singles career. Yeah, yeah. I think they reunited, but that was when I wasn't watching. Okay. Oh yeah, they they were referencing that, and then so it's not like they came back kind of like 2014 ish, but it was just like awkward and like I think everyone so, was excited yeah. about Brian, and no one was really caring about Evolution coming back. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. And I, that, I miss I mean, that. If you look at like the the WrestleMania that Daniel Bryan like WrestleMania 30 when he won the title, it was Batista, Randy, and him. And Triple H could have been in that match. Yeah. Like, That's, so yeah. it was almost like, I think it was supposed to be an evolution, like, triple threat for the title. Dang, yeah. But they replaced Triple H with Daniel Bryan. Oh, damn. The most important thing to remember about evolution is that it's a mystery. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. Evolution. Yeah, it's weird that they had a thing called evolution when... Uh, God created us all. So <laughs> they should have been called creation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't should know have been Vin- called the six thousand year Earth. I didn't know Vince was a science a science guy. <laughs> One of them scientists. I didn't know he believed in science. Um. All right. Then uh, the Miz beat Rusev. Woo. 
Yeah, uh, with, of course, uh, interference from Aiden. Yeah. Got to have all U.S. uh, World Cup at the stupid... Yeah, dude. Stupid event that don't want to talk about. Right. It was... Rey Mysterio is the closest thing to an international person. He's... I was like, was he born in San Diego? He's from San Diego. Yeah. (laughs) Literally all of them are from America. (laughs) The World Cup. None from Canada? No. They're all American. I love how Rusev said... Um, if it's a, if everyone in it is yeah. from the U S is it just a U.S. US open? open? <laughs> That's right. Uh, then, uh, this is something I didn't even know ever existed. The cutting edge. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone what? had, a, everyone had a talk show at one point. Like, well, I mean, when someone's good, they should. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kevin Owens should have three. Oh, right. yeah, Kevin Owens show should be on every week. Yeah. Oh yeah. He used to. <laughs> It's, it's happened like three times. I remembered Christian's peep show. Yeah, that was a bigger thing. Yeah, but I did, actually I had forgotten about Cutting Edge until he brought it back. But uh, I thought that segment he had with Becky was really good. I thought yeah. so too. Like I thought that was so good. Like him being like his whole line about like I can't believe I'm about to be the moral compass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The rated R superstar is about to be the moral superstar. <laughs> I I love they brought him back. He did just that. To do yeah. That. Um. Yeah. Like I thought it was really good. Like old dude just being like you could tell he was putting his acting lessons to work a little like you're gonna be one day you'll be surrounded by your titles but that's all you'll have yeah and the worst part about it is you won't even like yourself just the memories of your career or whatever yeah and it was just like whoa friend i really wish he had said like and the only friend you'll have is christian Christian. (laughs) you'll be on a weekly podcast (laughs) um but yeah like becky was like nah I want to win my title. Fuck Charlotte. Well, I love the it. way she said it. Like, it per- I don't like my, like, you're right. I don't like myself. I love myself. Yeah. Get out Get of my, my ring. ring. Don't hurt your neck on the way out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they're trying so hard to make her a heel and the crowd cheered that the crowd cheered. Dude, she's getting like fucking white hot, like Steve Austin. Yeah. Kinda. The crowd cheered edges neck injury that made him retire. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> I mean, she is the Steve Austin right now, though. Like, mm-hmm. everyone fucking loves her, and there's no way she's ever going to be a legitimate heel. She could blow up like that. But they, she could be a heel, and they could just cheer her. That's fine. Yeah. But, I mean, they, I mean it's of fine, course they but they could also just turn her fucking face and turn Charlotte heel, and they would have even bigger things. Like, it would be huge. Yeah, but I think she is better as a heel. Well, I think she's more interesting. She doesn't have to change. Okay. She yeah. is a face. They just have to present her doing the exact same things. Well, she's being kind of mean. Steve Austin was a dick. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, faces but they, but they, are frequently dicks. Like, but they intentionally with Austin made him like the anti-authoritative. Like, they worked that into it where he was being a dick, but all in service of him being cheered. Yeah. They're actively trying to get Becky booed, but it's not working. Yeah. She can do the exact same thing she's doing. Like, her even edge talking down like say like you can like phrase that as like he's talking down to her like yeah. she knows what the fuck she's doing yeah like it these are all face things they just need to like show it as one and then just show charlotte as being like entitled like she was when she was a like a heel which is what she was best at yeah which would also make sense so going back oh yeah okay with charlotte it would make sense for her to be a heel because what I mean the rumors around I mean it's still quite a ways out 
is potentially Charlotte Ronda at WrestleMania. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you'd want one of them to be a heel. And I mean, we skipped that accidentally on Monday night. Uh, fucking uh, Ronda and the Bellas had a, a problematic promo. Oh, dumb, stupid, lazy. Like it was lazy. Fucking. Shit. It was shitty. It was do so nothing stupid. Bellas. The do nothing Bella stuff. The slut shaming stuff. It was like. I mean, and you know, none of it was written by her. Like, yeah. It's, well, the do nothing Bella's thing what, is that, going off of a thing she that said, she did that say she has said. Though. But like the, you, I mean, we said it before. There's no women in the writers' room. Yeah. So whoever wrote that promo is a dude it's, being like John Cena kicked you out of his bed. But you know, that's and, not for one. That's not what happened. Yeah, Nikki broke up with John. Yeah. And like, it's shitty to bring a man into a woman's feud in a way like that. It's like, mm-hmm. like. If you're thinking of like the Bechdel test, mm-hmm. it's like, why, why did that even need to be brought up? It doesn't. Like, like it wasn't that big of a dig. She had no response to it. Nikki is the longest reigning Divas champion in history. Yeah, yeah. that's all the build you need. Like, mm-hmm. say like I defended a belt for a year. Like, yeah. And like aside too from like the, yeah, lazy promo that it was, uh, I. It was a long one. It was a long yeah. one. And Rhonda, I don't know. I, d- I thought her perform like, if you take out the content, I thought her performance was, like, the best she's done. And that's still not great. Exactly. It seems very, like, I don't know. She doesn't have much of a range. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like, well, thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here mm-hmm. on in WWE. This is my home now. To, like, flaming hot pissed. You know, like, just real mad. But, like... I don't know. It. That's why I don't know if they'll ever bring Shayna up, because Shayna is Ronda Rousey, but one million times better. Very good. She can wrestle a lot better. She can. Her promos are like they feel so natural because it seems like she's just cutting MMA promos. Yeah. But like, she's like, I love Shayna Baszler. That's yeah. really what it comes they'll, down to. They but. will bring Shayna up. They might just. Wait until Ronda's out of the company. Yeah. Which would be fine. Or, no, it would be perfect. That's how you send Ronda packing, is you yep. have her lose her title to Shayna. Like, yeah. I mean, are there any reports out there of how she's doing, like any rumors out there, how, how Ronda's doing in, backstage, or like how people are... No, I think even if there was any heat on her, no one would report be it. talking about it. No yeah. one would want to even like go near talking about that. Yeah. Because she was, I mean, coming in, she was supposed to be the fucking thing like the the shit and i mean she's getting cheers her promo got a really good response from the crowd but i, I feel like the crowd would cheer anything she said i agree mm-hmm. and i think i think ronda's just happy to be there because this is her dream yeah yeah and like and as a performer she is she is doing better than she should yep like you know taking away all issues with her she's doing better yeah than she totally should. it's still like it's still annoying when it's like there's still just so many better people yeah like mm-hmm. it's like they just keep signing people who are better than her you yeah know? like but again like raw is f- way more for casual fans than you know smackdown or any other product than yep. nxt anything else like 
So having that mainstream draw is something they haven't had in a while, especially a mainstream draw like this that can perform. Yeah. Yeah. But we said all that because you, Ronda, Charlotte. Charlotte, uh, if they're going to be building to that match at WrestleMania, it would make sense for Charlotte to be a heel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ronda's going to be a face until she leaves, I feel like. She, like, unless she is in it for the long haul. Yeah. And, like, she's, like signed like a five-year contract which i don't she won't she's literally said like that she wants to start a family at some point yeah she has these other goals in her life like that would be the only way she would ever turn heel is if it's like she had this big face run and everything it's like and now it's time to like progress past that point like and make her into like a full-fledged wwe character not Mm -hmm. just ronda rousey ufc fighter that is in wwe (laughs) Yeah. yeah yeah Um, all right. We had a tag team match between the New Day and the Bar. It's a real good match. Super good match. Yep. And ended in a way, in a fashion I was not expecting. I was real not expecting. Okay. I, I like, during it, I was like so confused because I was like, what the fuck is the Big Show I was like, doing why is Show coming out the here? The moment he turned heel, I was like, oh my God, they're giving Big Show his 1,000th heel turn for the 1,000th episode of SmackDown. <laughs> it's perfect. It's absolutely Has perfect. Has he always just switched back and forth? Okay. Someone actually made a chart once that I saw of Big Show heel face turns, and he has turned like an average of once per year throughout his entire 20-plus year career. That's amazing. Damn. Fuck he yeah. Con- that's why like, he cooled off so much is because people got so tired of the turning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, he was, like, the hottest thing in wrestling for a minute. And yeah. then, like, cooled off very, very quickly. Because they just always rely on him to get a reaction. Like, he will probably turn face in, like, un- like within a year again. Probably. <laughs> because then he'll, like, be progressing towards retirement or whatever. Yeah. That's one of the things I heard was that, uh, you know, he's he's realistic about the fact that he's probably only got a few years left in his yeah. career at best. Well, hasn't and, done anything in a and long I think he time. He's hurt for a year. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But I think he wants to spend that remaining other time like wrestling. I think he okay. wants to be in. He doesn't want to do house shows. Yeah. He Which really I get, dude. House like, but like in this role now, like he doesn't have to wrestle all those house shows. He can be yeah. a manager. Like, yeah. And I would love it if they freebird the titles with him. Like that'd be crazy. That'd be the bar show. That's right. Because the bar took the titles off a new day. Yep. Yeah. Because um, of big show he helped yeah or was it after that it, no it was because of that like it was because of the interference he ran and stuff like it's the reason why they won but i mean if we if if that becomes a thing i can imagine Big E versus big show would be a pretty cool match yeah like that'd be a cool match like i would i would love it if they free bird the titles with him just yeah. like like new day has been this whole time they've had this numbers advantage yeah can say that like hey you guys have had this numbers advantage. Yeah, we were you tired set the of precedent. It. Yeah. So, like Big Show and Big E going against each other. I would be love that. Great. Or like Xavier and Big Show. Oh, like, that'd be great. Xavier nice selling David for and Big Goliath. Show and like doing like of like fiery baby face like comeback against yeah. Big Show. Because Xavier was looking fucking good in that match. He Z- is getting so good. Xavier is getting. I think Xavier is like one of the most underrated people I, on the roster. I didn't think he was a wrestler when I first saw the new yeah. day. Because he basically wasn't. Like, he was never in. No. And he wasn't good when he first started no. with them. Like, he he was wasn't okay. that good. He was better than he was getting the chance to show. But yeah. 
He's great. Now. But I guess like, if you're wrestling with Kofi, it's hard to be right. better. Yeah. Just but like just seeing how good he's getting, and then like the little bits of talk where like him and Kenny Omega are like we want to fight each other. It's like fuck, I want to see or uh, work together on a DDR co-op. Yeah, uh, dancing, <laughs> yeah. which they're... they've been tweeting about with each other this week. Yeah, oh, fuck. they're teasing like. Kenny coming to WWE so much that I don't think it's going to happen. It does feel like we're going to get swerved, bro. Like, I don't remember if it was Gallows or Anderson just tweeted, hey, at Kenny Omega Man X or whatever. Is like, (laughs) that's all it was, was just like, hey, like, (laughs) just like, okay. Like, I think they're getting, if they're not coming, they're getting all their friends in to like help stir the pot. Yeah, for sure. And then I think that's progressing past their friends into all the other WWE wrestlers, maybe believing the hype. Like Seth Rollins at a Comic-Con this last week, like was asked like outside of the WWE, who do you want to fight? He said, Kenny Omega. Yeah. Kenny Omega has stated on Jim Ross's podcast that he wants to wrestle Seth Rollins. Yeah. So yeah, that and I, my great. eyeballs want that. Yep. Oh, uh, we got Rey Mysterio versus Shinsuke Nakamura in a great World Cup match. qualifying Dude, match. Rey was pulling out shit I hadn't seen him do before. That, that tummy slide. That tummy out slide of out of the ring. I have never seen him do I've that. I've never seen that before, and it was fucking great. Yeah. Rey has. I, not that I've never seen him do that. I've never seen, seen anyone any, that's do true. that. I've never seen anyone do that. Uh, yeah, he is not. He, he looks just as fucking good as he ever has, which yeah. is surprising because he has had one goddamn million knee surgeries. Yeah. And he is not young. No. He started wrestling when he was 14 years old. And his, yeah. Like, I don't know what kind of pain he is in chronically, but he does not show it one little bit. No. No. <clears throat> and Shinsuke posted a picture of the match and was like, I have a feeling this is only the beginning. God, I hope so. And God. I hope they have, like, a I, big old feud. I want well, to, to be a pay-per-view. I want them Nox to get a the champion. Match. Yeah, which you would forget that he's not on TV. Or but like, he's not like Ray shit. would be such a good person to take that U.S. title off of. Dude, yeah, totally. Like, oh my God, yeah. like the crowd would fucking love it. You know who the first like WWE U.S. champion was? Was Eddie? Like, yeah. So Ray getting it? Like, I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's had it like 20 times. Pro- yeah. But like, still, it's like a cool story. You can tell like that was Eddie's belt to begin with. Like, yeah. Did you guys watch that video that WWE posted? Yes, I like, did. Remembering I Eddie. Yeah. Oh I no. Cried. Oh God. I do want to watch that. So but I will good. Just cry. like all the people talking about him, like John Cena. I love sincere John Cena. Do mm-hmm. me too. <laughs> and like him just talking about Eddie Guerrero was just like, you do like wrestling. Oh yeah. He loves you, wrestling. And like, you love wrestling. John. Cena. Yeah. Like, Eddie was one of the people that Cena took the torch from, mm-hmm. like, because like, just look at like Eddie retained the like the championship at WrestleMania 20, and he had like just won it. Yeah, WrestleMania 21 was when John Cena won his first world title. Like, so a year later, like, yeah, he, that's like he's one of the people like he passed the torch to. Well, totally. And even like Eddie's like lie cheat th- steal thing, John's was the opposite. Like hustle, loyalty, respect. Eventually, yeah. yeah. Like, but yeah. even at the time, like he he took a lot from. Like he used brass knuckles and stuff. Like oh yeah, because he was like that's he, when he was he a was, rapper. He was a rapper heel at the time, and then turned babyface. And but he turned babyface similarly to like Eddie, where he would still use the brass knuckles and stuff and cheat and yeah. get a babyface reaction. Uh-huh. Yeah, because people just like loved it and like. Also had like a big chain that he'd wrap around his like, yeah, like his fist and punch people with. I th- Hell yeah! It might be how he won his title at WrestleMania. <laughs> I think he punched Big Show with. That a sounds. Chain. That sounds right. 
And now he's just uh, talking about chicken. Dude, yeah. Cena's a fucking next level, dude. He's he's elevating himself. There's a video on the internet of John Cena uh, eating street food in uh, China, and it's wonderful. And I want a food. Sh- I want a TV show of John Cena that. talking about food. I would love that. I would love mm. to just. He also looks good in a shirt that fits him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would love to just like people have an honest like conversation. Even if I could just have a couple sentences with him, just be like, "What are you doing? <laughs> like, what? I don't understand you, John Cena." Well, Matt, whatever the fuck I want. Basically, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love John Cena. Oh, and then it ended with uh, the Undertaker. God. Dumb. Wasting all our time. Wasting all our fucking time, dude. If. Motorcycle or nothing. It's SmackDown 1000. <laughs> I know. Like, all he said was, at Crown Jewel, I have three words for DX. Rest in then peace. He, then he left. That was it. Like, that was it. You don't... You're gonna... Less is more with The Undertaker. Yes. Yeah. Was he a SmackDown dude? Yeah, as okay. American Badass. Yeah. Like, that... Well, was, he wasn't gonna come in like that with his character have. now. Differentiate the character, because I'm tired of <laughs> Deadman right now. Well, yeah, and if we can get into that for a second, because if it was... If we we're gonna do this Deadman thing, he should have interrupted Evolution coming out, because Trips was in the ring. Yeah. So if he's gonna come out on yeah. his own, bring the goddamn motorcycle. Yeah, that's true. That is... Let's all be different. Triple H was Evolution Triple H, Undertaker, American Badass. That would've been great. But... But, no. It was a waste of time. I'm... I love Taker's entrance, but it's soured when I see it twice a week. Yeah, it's like, no, this is supposed to happen once a year. Yeah. And you're supposed to be like, what's he going to do? Is he going to die in the ring? Yeah. yeah, it was such a waste. Speaking of weird short comebacks, Kurt Angle yeah. showed up on commentary for the Rusev-Miz <laughs> match. You said know one word and then the match was over. Yeah, it was such a short out. match. I didn't remember he was there. He was, they were like, Kurt Angle's joining us, like, you know, one of the biggest parts of SmackDown. And then the match was over three seconds later and he didn't stay. Dude, but I'm like, honestly, I'm loving Kurt right now. Back oh, to Raw for a second, vacation, dude. Kurt. Dude, Vacay Kurt is killing it. <laughs> he had a nice fucking, did you see his shirt? Was he dressed as Bray Wyatt? Uh, uh, Corey Graves said he looked like, he was dressing like Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> and yeah, he just had a fucking sick like just Hawaiian-esque shirt. It, it reminded me so much of like the old Kurt Angle like comedy yeah, stuff, like yeah. his tiny hat and like all that kind of stuff. He joined like No Way Jose's conga line. He was just having <laughs> a fucking good time. I loved it. Hell yeah. Well, let's talk about. Did you watch Two Five Live? Dude, no. I, didn't I tried my best. I watched NXT May Young Classic and then most of NXT UK, which was really fucking good. Mm-hmm. I let's do a recap of Two Five Live. It sounded really good. Yeah. Okay. Two of five live happened. There was a, I know there's a fatal five way for, well, it wasn't officially for number one contender, but it's one of those like two of five live things where they're like, it's definitely going to be the number one contender. Probably Tony yeah. Nice won it. Nice. Like pinning uh, Cedric again for the second week in a row. So yeah, Damn. he's really, yeah, he's really getting up on Cedric. Um, I know that most, most of Tony Nice's thing is look at me, count my abs, but I like him. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler. And I don't think that's necessarily lack of charisma in my opinion. Uh, I think it's just like, I'm excited. I would love to see more of Tony Nice's character, but I feel like we're getting a little more of that. Like yeah. that sick match he had with a uh, Gargano on NXT. Like there's a little bit of a spotlight on him. I'm excited to see what Tony Nice does. Yeah, It's interesting. Cause he's like 
Yeah, they didn't make it officially a number one contender match, but like he's aligned with Buddy Murphy, like they're part of a stable together. Yeah, body guys. So. Body guys. <laughs> Shout out going in raw. <laughs> body guys. Let's uh, let's get into NXT then. Um, uh, double main event. This show made me mark out more than anything in the last year has. Um, yeah, I think it's because I've been I've watched all these characters from their inception in NXT. Um, so like, it started out with the war the War Raiders, the Room Raiders. Um, <laughs> Fuck, dude, the Room Raiders. <laughs> oh my Fuck. god, I love that. Just thought come that. out dude. with a black light. Check out that map. Oh, there's a next joke in there with the NXT too. <laughs> Dude, I watched Next. That show was fucking Dude, stupid. It was terrible. <laughs> Snooki was on an episode of Next. Yeah. Damn. Um, but uh, against Undisputed Era, great match because the Undisputed Era are great and War Raiders are great. I don't like big men. Yeah. And I love them. Am I the only one who gets fucking pumped when they're doing that metal horn shit to their good. fucking music? I'm like, I'm in. <laughs> um, but. They lost, undisputed lost. Yeah, they did. And then Bobby Fish runs out with a fucking chair. Well, well they lost by they way. Lost. They lost by way of DQ. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Because Bobby Fish. They were. Fucking, they lost before that. They retained the title, they but they retained the titles. Okay. Yeah. But Bobby Fish is fucking back. Yeah, he's healthy. He looks. He's good. got that cool NXT knee brace. He can sure as fuck wield a chair. <laughs> um, and then yeah, so that was sick. A bunch of random shit happened, and then Nikki Cross, Bianca Belair had a match. Um, one of the random shits that happened, though, was this is the first time in my life I ever recognized a jobber from a squash match, because it was Britt Baker. Oh, oh. Uh, She did uh, the job to Shayna. Um, yeah, coming out in her fucking doctor gear. Oh, Same yeah. Same one that she did it all in. I didn't know that she was on it. Yeah. I remember them making, they made an Isaac Yankum joke. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, did, yeah, did they? Um, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I was like... Uh, cause like we were watching, you know, like when we're doing this and Isai was like, Oh yeah, that, uh, that jobber from that thing was so-and-so this is the first time I was like, Katie and I were like, we know who that is. Oh, sick. Hell yes. Yeah. Also. Oh, sorry. Now I'm getting, Ooh, keep going. uh, no, the, um, NXT was especially great because they were doing that double main event thing. And so going into it, Katie and I were both like, okay, so they'll probably do the like tag title match last or yeah, whatever no. so when when they started the whole show off with the first main event i was like oh that's cool and it was that tag match mm-hmm. so it's extra exciting it's like oh cool like nikki and uh and bianca. bianca get the the like uh, like main event main event nikki cross has headlined nxt twice yeah in like a year and a half yeah, yeah. that's and probably even more than that in reality yeah. but like big like yeah big matches um and this was a pretty big match yeah i mean I love Nikki Cross is her character, even though it borderlines like maybe insulting people with mental disabilities. I know what you mean. Not mental disabilities, but like the whole psycho like mental stability yeah. sort of thing. I think She's, she plays it right. It's not like it's the way they talk about it sometimes. Yeah. It's a little gross. Yeah. She but she's just like to me, she reminds me of a rabid chipmunk. Oh yeah. That might be her cheeks. Sure, sure, sure. She's just like she is so good. Like I know what you did. Yeah, and she's just like she just seems unstable in like a weird Unhinged. Like, like what you yeah. would, like what you what know, Dean they, Ambrose should what be. What they say Dean Ambrose is, oh also fucking back to Rob. We had baby 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 Dean Ambrose <laughs> doing the fucking like eighties teen like shoulder turn, like fine, I'll leave. <laughs> 
I got I got my own problems to deal with. Hell yeah. Anyway, but uh, I guess we skipped that somehow. Uh, Drew McIntyre claimed the shit out of Braun. Dogs of War. They broke kind up of and claim and broken up. Drew's semi face turn maybe, and that's something. Something. I'm stoked for it. Yeah. Drew yeah. deserves the world. He does. So. He's amazing. Give the title. Give the title to Drew. Drew takes it off. Yeah. But do like fucking. Moody Teen Dean is like a little too much for me. Yeah. I did appreciate that it wasn't a breakup though. Like at the end, they're like, yeah, back together. They they do watch wrestling. They understand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny when he was like, because he was mad at Seth for calling him a lunatic. It's like Dean, that's your fucking thing. You're the lunatic fringe. But maybe he's just feeling sensitive. Maybe you know what they need to do? They just need to sit down and say, hey man, what's going on, Dean? Yeah. It's like, I just haven't smoked a cigarette in the desert for a while. I don't know. He doesn't sound like that at all. Man, I don't know. I'm, drunk. <laughs> I'm just drunk, man. Um, but yeah, back to NXT. Uh, they had a cool match. Bianca got to showcase a lot uh, of mm-hmm. what she can do. Mostly just a lot of her strength because she is fucking strong. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah definitely. Uh, it was good. But the then lights, lights went out. I thought, I thought um, Bray Wyatt was coming, <laughs> but turns out it was just cooler Bray Wyatt, <laughs> Alistair Black in the ring, back in action. Criss Cross Appy Sauce. Yeah. Apparently he has a new tarot card on the back of his jacket I saw. Oh, cool. Which it was like, I think it was the Hanging Man, which oh. is like supposed to like... Hangman Page? Hangman Page. Yeah, dude. it's all about Hangman Page. <laughs> it's a sign. He's he gone. did it. Hangman Page did Hangman it. Hangman Page did it. He killed Joey Ryan, then he killed Alistair. Dude, <laughs> no. that'd be Look, fucking sick. Um, the Hanging Man apparently like means like people stuck in a situation they like can't get out of yeah. and are like Aww. stuff like that. So he has like... He's using the tarot card on his jacket to like That's a nice symbolize touch. the storyline. That's a really nice touch. I like that. Um... Whoops. And he, yeah, he whispered to Nikki, tell me. Yeah. And she did. And she whispered in his ear. And he got mad. He got, uh, I would argue, too mad. Yeah. Like, because there's I no I heard one... he was hissing like a cat. <laughs> he was like. I didn't see this. I didn't get that far. He yeah. just like, he like, he, this is a podcast, but he was like doing this. Yeah, you can't see, but Derek's shaking it from being so mad. It was like he was like in like a movie being possessed. It was. He was like shaking mad. Like, when, yeah. it would make sense if that was like, if Gargano found out that's how Champa turned on him. Like, if it was like in secret and he didn't know. That's what I'm saying. But it's like, like Champa's not close to anyone on the roster. And there's no one that I can think of aside from. Like, maybe Velveteen, like, who would make him that mad? Velveteen wouldn't. He doesn't wouldn't give do a it. shit I think he about would Velveteen. be, like, respect Velveteen if Velveteen, like... Beat him down? Beat him down or something, you know, like... I will say, I'm not going to do it because I, I was actually... So I read the spoilers because I did NXT tapings because I was assuming 100% that Isai would be spoiling these things tonight. And I was like, oh. well, I better read it for myself. <laughs> uh, so I did, and uh, I won't say it because I'm not about that life. Is it sick? It's sick. Okay. It's uh well, it's not from at least from what I read, it's not conclusive exactly. Okay. okay. But uh, yeah, it, it definitely gets furthered. People like rumored that it could be regal. Ooh. And like that would be a cool thing. I don't know if they would do that. I don't yeah. think like 
I don't think so. Like, I think it'd be cool, but I don't know. They have so much talent they're trying to build. Yeah, they have so much talent they're trying to build. Regal is six years into a retirement. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Very comfortable in. Yeah. I just, I hope it's not Lars, because I don't want to see that again. Yeah. Um, Other than that, I guess I don't care. Yeah. Unless it's Nikki. I want it to be Nikki. But she was the observer. Oh, I'd be Candace and just... Yeah. Why not? That would be sick. Be sick. They could put Inter- on such. That's just how they start intergender wrestling. <laughs> they could put on such a fucking good match too. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised if. I wouldn't be surprised if they have at some point been in a ring together. Yeah. Tommy End and Candice Tommy Lerae. Tommy End and Candice Lerae. But I think it was um, Zelina Vegas cat. Dude, probably just clawed the shit out of him. Yep. Because they've been shacking up. Yeah. Rumor has it. <laughs> Oh, it's not rumor. It's that Instagram is Instagram almost has, spoiled. Yeah, that's a mystery that has been solved. <laughs> Just like the most ridiculously attractive people dating. Yeah, imaginable. yeah I know. Yeah. yeah. I fucking I love Aleister Black. Um, NXT UK. I kind of half watched it. Um, so I really liked it. There's, uh, there was a couple things about it that I was, uh, not in a bad way, but took me back. The room that they're in is crazy echoey, uh, like the venue that they're in. Okay. So that was like, everything just felt so much louder and bigger, but I'm also fascinated by whatever building they're in. I need to look up what it is, but it's a very, it, it looks like very deep. Like it goes back very far. They have like balcony seating and stuff. Cool tile everywhere. Um, I thought the like entrance music was like pretty rad, a little busy, pretty rad. Mm-hmm. Had like a rap song, rap like a remixed NXT like proper or US NXT theme. Mark Andrews and Joe Coffee started off the night. Yep. Pop Punk Boy and Coffee Boy. I like that Pop Punk Boy. Uh he does look like most people you see at shows. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh um. He so I watched the Progress Hello Wembley show. Yeah. He had a fucking great match there, which because I've never been a huge fan of Mark Andrews, same, and I don't know that I am after that match even. But it was a TLC match, and it was buck wild. Yeah, like it was really really good. It was like the semi main event. Oh yeah, of that show, it was really really good. Dang, well yeah, him and Joe Coffee had a really good match. I mean, it was like the first match of of the the TV show, so uh, you know they brought it down. Uh, it was cool. And then I can't remember what the second match was. I remember Tony Storm. Tony Storm and oh my gosh, I cannot remember her name. Uh, I don't know. The only other one I remember because I had to miss the main event, which apparently was super good. It was Noam Dar and uh, Pete Dunne. And then, uh, what, Dave Mastiff had a match against know, somebody, and he fucking just big strong. He's NXT UK's Otis. Like, okay. Uh, big, big beefy boy who can do some really cool shit. Yeah. Oh, uh, we saw the uh, big strong boys, uh, uh, Mustache Mountain. Oh, yeah. They uh, they came out, and they, they had to cut out, they cut a really good promo that was basically like, so they unveiled, like, the tag titles mm-hmm. uh pretty much those are ours we hope that there's some good competition <laughs> back there um so i yeah i, I kind of i was like watching it last night as i was kind of falling dozing off so i yeah. missed, missed a bit of it but 
Yeah. It's like a really cool. It'll be cool to watch show. these people. And it has a different enough, like it has a different feel than mm-hmm. the U.S. one. Mm-hmm. Like Feels the wrestling, British. the wrestling is a bit different. The venue they're in <laughs> adds a bit of a difference to it. Um, I'm I'm really excited for like, especially like a lot of these people are like progress people. Yeah, like, yeah. And it, from what I've seen, like I still haven't watched it, but like I've seen some <laughs> clips and stuff. It still looks and feels different enough from like progress to not be like redundant. Yeah, I guess. So I'm really excited for it. Well, let's keep talking about these goddamn Brits. I think Brits, but yeah. Hello Wembley. Yeah. So I watched it. I recommend everyone yeah. watch it. It's, I think I was like texting you guys, like saying it's really, it's way different from all in because it's like a continued story. Like it's all, these are all continuing storylines and stuff like this yeah. is a company that runs year around, like where all in was like a showcase mm-hmm. kind of, but I'd put it like right there with all in as like the best two indie shows of the year that I've seen. Like, dude, it's yeah. really, really good. How um, long of a show was it? I want to say it's maybe four hours. Okay. Like, but that's what I like. I, honestly, that's the length I would have my big shows. Yeah. I like NXT length. I like takeovers. Yeah. That's like three and a half. Yeah. So like, yeah. It, it's not much. Sometimes I like two and a half. Yeah. And that there's, feels good. I would s- real quick. Yeah. In December, oh, we're getting yeah. uh, five on five. Fucking, oh, I'll just pull it up. Um, it's like all the heels versus all undisputed the undisputed era and Champa against Gargo, um, Alistair Black. Uh, oh, I said it to you guys on Instagram. Um, it was like Velveteen, Ricochet, Ricochet, which, yeah. which is weird because Velveteen to me doesn't seem facey. He's a he's a tweener. Um, Pete Dunn. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Velveteen, Pete Dunn, Johnny Gargano, Ricochet, Alistair Black versus the entire Undisputed Era, including that, Bobby Fish. Is that an episode of NXT? It's some, it's is at Madison, Madison Square, Square Garden. Garden. So it might be a house show. Cause it's like, we got, I mean, they'll have don't to. Don't be a fucking house show. I want to see this They'll shit. have to put it. I mean, fuck it. I don't know. I want to see that so bad. Don't fuck with me. I hope NXT. they put on that work, but. Then again, there are Christmas house, Christmas time house shows at Madison Square Garden every year. None of them have ever made the network. So, well, this one should. I'm, you know what? I'm going to New York I'm for going Christmas. To Square Garden. <laughs> I want it to be a two-hour-long match. Yeah. <laughs> that just, it's basically a bunch of singles matches, and then they do one crazy spot at the end. Yeah. <laughs> All right, back to Wembley. Um, yeah, it's real, real good. Like, recommend going to Progress's streaming service. You can buy it, rent, or rent it, or subscribe. So that's cool. Ooh, okay. Have, like options. Good to know. Um, yeah, I mean, I can just run through the card real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Matt Riddle in his last ever Ooh, uh, indie match. Shit, who was he up against? Uh, Mark Haskins. It was a real good match. Mark Haskins is like popped up in NXT UK. Yeah. And stuff, okay, and, uh, I know the name. He'll he'll be popping up. You'll see him. Um, he is real good in progress. Like his character work is really, really good and stuff. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Mark Haskins won cause you know, <laughs> got to do the job on your way out. The job on your way out. It was a real good, like way to start the show and stuff though. Yeah. Did Riddle wrestle in progress a lot? Yeah, quite a bit. Yeah. Okay. He said like, I actually listened to an interview with him for like from backstage at that show saying like, there's two places that I would like have the choice between wanting my last indie match to be, it'd be progress or evolve. So oh, like wow. and evolve yeah. was like his home promotion in America. Okay. So. 
Evolve's the one that put out that like really really nice little yeah. documentary yeah. about him. Made uh, me not hate him in a stupid hat. Yeah, dude. Yeah. He's hard not to hate. He's like unless you until you get to know him. Yeah. 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 I just hate the way he looks. Yeah. Then <laughs> just you're wearing like, a suit and like a fucking flipped up Bill hat. God fuck and, you. And flip flops. God but fuck then you. Then he's just like such a genuine dude, and that's just is who he is. He's not yeah. like being a shitty bro. Have you guys ever done that? Like gone to like a party or something, and you've been with like around someone, and you're like, oh man, I bet they're kind of an asshole, and they're like just the nicest like oh yeah, oh, yeah. person. Yeah. I feel like that's that's a ma- that's the but Matt Riddle I'm effect right there. I'm more of an asshole, and I'm just don't accept it. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then just the women's championship match, which that's like the one complaint, same as All In, is just like. One women's match. Yeah, on a four-hour like, pay-per-view. Um, yeah, that was a bummer. But it had uh, Ginny, Tony Storm, and Millie McKenzie. Millie Ooh, McKenzie damn. was really sick. And like, Ginny was... Uh, she was in Mae Young Classic. Cause Ginny and Tony right. Storm had match in the first round. That's right, that's Ginny, right. Ginny like, beat, uh, beat Tony Storm for the title like not that long ago. Okay. Oh, cool. And she won with being heel and having... like She has a bunch of cronies. They like, yeah. interfered and cool. helped her win. But after the match, um, oh my god, why am I just like losing her name in my brain right now? Uh, Jordan Grace came oh, out. Oh, sick! Cool. Debuted for her Progress. Hell yeah! Basically saying, I want that title. Hell so, yeah! Dang, that's yeah. badass. She was the one in All In who yeah, like but, did all the, the the big stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, Hell the, yeah. in the Battle Royal. The Battle so. Royal, right? Yeah, and then Trent Seven and Doug Williams fought. Doug Williams is like a ancient like mid to late 40s year old british wrestler who does who does not look it at all except his like his face you can tell but he is like still in absurdly good shape so he's old trent seven he trent seven looks like he's close to 40 trent seven's (laughs) in his 30s so trent seven is like the godfather they call him the godfather of like mustache mountain and like this new generation of stuff because he trained a bunch of them yeah. Doug Williams is the generation before Trent Seven. Gotcha. And it was for the Atlas Championship, which is for big boys only. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be over 205 pounds to compete for the Atlas Championship. And Doug Williams would retire if he lost. And Trent Seven beat him for it. Really? So, so he Doug ended... Williams retired. Wow. Damn. It was the best Trent Seven match I've seen by far. Really? Nice. Fucking Dude, great. I'm really jazzed to see this. I got to yeah. watch this. Because like Trent, I like Trent Seven, but he's, you know, not the standout of Mustache I... Mountain. Definitely, but this was a great match. He's but he's also a bigger dude that can move, and I yeah. like that. I think that's I just relate to him because I'm like I like a chubby boy. Doug yeah. Williams was like pulling out stuff that apparently he's never done before, like in Jesus. his last match. Like yeah. it was really good. Dang, cool. Yeah. Um. Let's see what else next. Uh, match that I was real hyped for: Jimmy Havoc versus Paul Robinson in a uh, no DQ match. Ooh. Which Paul? So Paul Robinson was. Basically, like his main crony when he was like the a heel championship for six heel champion for six hundred days in progress was Jimmy Havoc's crony. Yeah, oh, like, okay. And then eventually, like they turned on each other and shit. And then shit. Paul Robinson is like mostly moved to a backstage role in progress and is mostly retired. Hmm. He's the tiniest boy. He's like maybe five four and weighs oh, wow. like a hundred and thirty pounds. Damn. Like, but he's shredded. Yeah. And they had a death match at Wembley Arena. Wild. And it's real good. Damn. Light tubes, thumbtacks, oh, like all the shit. Gummy like, bears. They, <laughs> yeah, gum, yeah, lots of gummy bears. <laughs> no, they, they like covered their ring mat before this match. Like 
Oh, really? Like, like put a they, tarp down? Yeah, they put like a different ring mat over top of their like one that they use because they have one that has a bunch of like people who donated for them to buy a ring's names on. Oh. They covered it so the blood wouldn't get on it. Damn. <laughs> That's awesome. Jimmy Havoc came out looking like the dumbest shit ever, painted in all white with black around his eyes. Yeah. But his <laughs> like thing was paint? basically corpse paint Hell and wearing yeah. white pants and stuff. But he said like, I want people to see when I bleed. Yep. And he bled a lot. Damn. Both of them bled a, a whole lot. And it was really good. That sounds badass, yeah, dude. I'm not like a deathmatch fan, but Jimmy, You're a Jimmy Havoc I'm fan. I'm a huge Jimmy Havoc fan because he's very good at storytelling. Yeah. Okay. Like, Herb stomps through light tubes, but there's like, it's like, it's not just a dumb spot. There's like callbacks. Like, all the stuff in the match were like callbacks to old matches. Oh, that's cool. And it's really, it was really good. Kevin Owens does that a lot. I don't know that from watching. I know that from reading a lot on Spectacle of Excess. Yeah, I'm going to have to do a dive on Jimmy Havoc. Yeah, yeah I've been it, meaning to. It's real good. Yeah. It's a little hard to access because like people don't put progress stuff up for free that much, mm. which is cool and good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like they do have a good streaming service that's not too expensive. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Then there's the clusterfuck match, which is like the one skippable match of the whole thing. Is that what it was called? No. Oh, okay. It's called the Thunder Bastard match. Oh, which shit. Which is what they call their tag team series, which is like this giant points-based system. Weird. There were seven teams, I think, in this. And so it was, <clears throat> and I knew maybe half of the people in it at most, but uh, Aussie Open, which was Kyle Fletcher and Mark Davis. I do not know them. Uh, one, they were, they're basically like the hometown progress act tag team. Oh, okay. Not from somewhere else. And like the baby faces. Uh, Bandito and Flamita. So Bandito, oh, yeah. like from, Bandito all, from in. all In. Okay. They were, the, they were the champions going in. Did you say Bandito and Flamito? Flamita. Flamita. Another luchador. Cool. Who I'd never seen before. Uh, Chris Books and Timothy Thatcher, who I think were called, oh, fuck, were the Calamari Thatch Kings? Yeah. <laughs> is their name? Okay. I don't, that's, again, don't. That, a, that sounds like a Japanese wrestling tag team name. Mixed with British, just like that, Thatch Kings. What? Yeah, the like, Thatch Kings? Calamari Thatch Kings. Connor Mills and Maverick Mayhew. I don't even remember them in the match. Yeah, okay. uh, David Starr and Jack Sex Smith, Sexy Star. That, okay. That's a really sick team. Oh, yeah. David Starr, you know, like super Jewish guy. And with Jack Sex Smith, who is the pansexual, like, gimmick wrestler. Yeah. And they kiss when they go to the ring. And... <laughs> They're on Impact, right? Or Ring of Honor? Or is there the, another character named Sexy Star? Sexy Star is the Lucha. shitty yeah. luchadora who uh, like, shot on okay, at, okay. Tri at Triple Mania last yeah. year. Okay. That's the joke, is they are Sexy Star now. Oh, oh their tag they name is Sexy Star. their tag team Sexy Star. Oh, okay. I was like, Sexy Star that. was there? I thought she was a little blacklisted no, at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Star and Jack Sex Smith called okay. themselves Sexy Star now. Cool. Uh, they're real good. Grizzled Young Veterans, who are guys who show up on NXT UK. James Drake and Zach Gibson. Oh, Zach oh Gibson, I know Zach Gibson. Sure, yeah, James Drake was... Like, isn't Zach Gibson the buzzsaw or whatever? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, the that's, Kiwi buzzsaw. No, that's um, Travis Banks. Travis Banks. Oh, but he was, Zach okay. Gibson is the guy who lost... Who won the last UK tournament. That's right. Lost. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. all the Beatles-themed stuff for some reason, even though yeah. he's a heel. <laughs> Uh, the 198, which was Flash Morgan Webster, okay. also from the UK tournament. And cool. the Wild Boar, who is Otis Dozovich, but smaller and British. <laughs> really? Smaller and rounder, but British. Huh. <laughs> he was 
Basically like Rhino, but tiny. Is there a Dang. tactic named Timon and Pumbaa? It should be. It's the 198, which I'm sure is a British thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably an Oasis song. Then the anti-fun police, who are literally police men who come out and are the anti-fun police. They just don't like fun? Yeah, I guess. I love that. They were, they were fun. Uh, yeah, that I mean, well, then they're not doing their job very well. I want to see them against if they the, were very fun. the fashion police. That would be pretty fun. <laughs> The match was real long. It's made, like the only skippable thing. There's still good spots in it, but it was very much like that. Sounds like a cluster. Five teams laying outside while two were in the ring at a time. Yeah, it's yeah. like a bit of a mess. A lot, yeah. Um, then maybe my favorite match of the night: Pete Dunne versus Ilya Dragunov, who's huh. a guy from WXW in Germany. Sounds like a guy Rocky would have fought. He has a Soviet off. gimmick. Okay. He had, literally has a Soviet game. So he's just Ivan Drago? Basically. I would break you. But the whole thing was for the best, like, to compete to see who the best in Europe is, and it's, like, holds up to that. Okay. Yeah, like, I've never yeah. seen Ilya Dragunov wrestle, and I love him as a wrestler now. Cool. It's a fucking amazing match. Um, cool. Then the semi-main event, Eddie Dennis versus Mark Andrews in a TLC match. Apparently, they used to be friends and are now aren't. I've never heard of any Dennis before. It was a buck wild match where they just did a lot of TLC shit. Yeah. And then uh, the last match was uh, for the Progress World Championship, Walter versus Tyler Bate. Damn. Uh, So the biggest boy versus Tyler Bate, who is like 5'7". Is Tyler Bate's chest okay? Um probably by now yeah. it was rough tyler Bate multiple times deadlifted walter yeah walter who's six four three hundred that's pounds. crazy walter's yeah. fucking huge walter's yeah huge and it was a great match walter won he retained the title tyler Bate's big strong boy yeah he's big strong boy this crowd was chanting that a lot yeah big strong boy uh yeah so that that was the whole thing it was Dang, that's wild it was a fucking great show like everyone like definitely recommend watching it. I'll have to yeah, I'll definitely have to rent that or something. Hell yeah. Um Did either of you guys watch the Mayon Classic? Oh yeah, I that's did. on here. I did watch that. Yeah. Uh that was really good. Uh Mako Satamora beat Lacey Lane. Yeah. It's a good match. Not a shock. No, uh, not a shock yeah. at all. Lacey Lane looks way better than she should. She or... really did. She really, really uh like by the end of the match. I, it wasn't like I don't think believable that Lacey Lane could beat her, but it was like it was, it was believable that she could compete. Yeah, exactly. Like, which is all you can ask for. Like the disparity between like the experience of those two wrestlers. Yeah, absolutely. Like Mako has been wrestling almost like probably almost as long as Lacey Lane has been alive. Yeah, I think it was Renee that was saying during that match that she was like, I had a chance to catch up with uh, Shinsuke for a minute, and I was asking him about Mako Satomura, and, and all I, all he was muttering was that she's a legend. She's a legend. Yeah. She's a legend. And, I mean, that's even just in her presentation. Like, if I had no idea that going into it, I'd be like, this person, she means something somewhere. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Lacey Lane had a good showing. Um, I feel like she's definitely going to be around <laughs> yeah oh yeah i mean she's signed to the performance center oh already so. yeah and yeah. she's like what she is she one of the ones that hadn't been training for more than like a year or so like yeah, it's really like new year or two at most like she i think believe she was trained by the dudleys yeah like yeah she's still real new to it but she's she looks great yeah 
Um, the next match was Io Shirai versus Deanna Perrazzo, I believe. Yeah, it was, that was good. A, another good match. It like wasn't maybe as good, I think, as those two could have. Yeah. But it was still good, and I like don't think it was even on either of them. I think it was just the way the match was booked and stuff. Yeah. Still really solid. Um, Io Shirai, that very first match, like the first round, she nailed that moonsault, like spot on like yeah. picture perfect and then the next two have been a little you know i don't know if it's her or the wrestler like you said maybe just a thing that happens uh but like the the most recent two matches uh it's been less effective because i think the, on her match before she kind of like landed on like the knees of mm. her opponent and then this one she kind of like overshot diana but uh still a cool move io shirai is definitely worth all the accolades that yeah. she's given they're both signed so yeah it's gonna be real sick like seeing them seeing what they do in nxt yeah they're almost turning nxt into a women's show i mean they're definitely doing more than fucking main roster i mean if there's still like five times i think legitimately four or five times as many men signed mm-hmm. as women yeah. but they're trying to catch up like and they really yeah they're they are trying to they're sign gonna start them. they're gonna start intergender um no they're not Fingers crossed. I think that's they won't. The, they they would still have to go over Vince's desk, and I don't think he's gonna. I don't and know. And I, I think they might. Like there'll still be intergender moments in matches, like you know with Zelina, what she would do and stuff. I just don't see it going to full on matches. Yeah, like, no. For I, I any time in the right. foreseeable future, their creative is already enough of a clusterfuck that writing storylines for men and women in matches like against each other i just feel like that could be no it's I, it massively be good. go I massively wrong see them maybe doing it on a house show yeah oh I, yeah like like i could see that happening but i mean like the nxt crowd was fucking going bananas b-a-n-a-n-a-s for the uh <laughs> uh champa uh velveteen nikki like where they were like yeah. triple threat triple threat man triple and i'm also that. thinking like now that Britt baker's there if she like once she like is in there like actually like wrestling more and she joins undisputed era and i mean starts, sick. Like, i also like her just to have her own thing but, yeah but yeah. like starts a women's undisputed era that could be cool i also like the idea of her coming out with like ring gear that is like her like medical yeah but it's oh, all black it. and yellow yeah oh my god that, <laughs> that'd be real good um so the next match in the Mayon Classic was the Tegan Knox Rhea Ripley one, Oof, and so it was. I fell asleep for a minute, and then yeah. I woke up to Tegan screams, screaming and crying. Oh. Do you, okay, so like first match of the or first move of the match almost, uh, she goes for like a suicide dive to Rhea outside the the ring and just clobbers her. Thankfully, well, I don't know, thankfully, but not the most recently repaired knee. It was her other knee just went flying into the uh, like ramp. And uh, she was standing up because, like, hardly walk on it. Um, the ref was, like, throwing up the X. And uh, a doctor came out. She was, like, just having a hard time. She was like, no, 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 let me go. She was, like, crying right then and there. And, like, uh, understandably, of course. And then, uh, yeah, she, like, convinced the, the trainer, like, okay, no. Like, I'm good. I'm good. And he was like, okay. She said she's good. Goes for, like, way longer than she should have. Was, like, really trying to keep it together on that knee. And then... She probably knew it was, like, her last shot to showcase herself. Well, yeah. Especially because, like, the year prior, she was out on a busted knee. And so now this. But, like, uh, uh, they definitely edited it. Because it was, like, there was some sequence of moves going on. And then it was sort of this, like, awkward cut to her, like, falling or whatever. And then she just, like, couldn't. They, like, called the match right there. She was, like broken down in tears i saw this thing they had to like help walk her out the crowd was like 
you know, like thank you, Tegan. Yeah, Chance, they were dead Tegan silent Chance. at first. Though, Dude, they like, were. There was a yeah. There was a, when she was laying there, like, and it was just a hush over the entire place. Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah, it was. Damn, it was kind of yeah fucked up because this happened a while ago. Yeah, we've all has known there, about it. Has right. there been reports? Is she so like, yeah? Apparently, okay? what she said was basically my knee exploded and made a giant mess. Yeah, I think she like tore. All of the CLs, all three of them. Are I, yeah, I think it up. might have been at least ACL, MCL. It might have even been PCL too. Yeah, uh, like oh, uh, the very first fuck. thing that happened, I guess, was that she had dislocated her knee or like kneecap, mm-hmm. uh, which will tear your MCL usually. Yeah, and that was like from that very first get go, and then she fought through that, and then something else happened, and it was just uh, probably popped back in. Lights out. Yeah, I played basketball with a kid in high school. Um, my basketball team that dislocated his knee twice in games when I was yeah, yeah. next to him both times. Oh. And <laughs> both times they popped back in on their own when he got up. Like, so it'll just do that. So yeah. she probably popped it out, got back up and then Could move like, it and it probably popped back in, but was still like torn. Yeah. There. And then it just got worse from there. So hope she called Ray for a good surgeon, dude. I seriously. And I hope she gets, I mean, legitimately, the- she probably got the same surgeon as he normally does, Dr. James Andrews. <laughs> yeah. He's over in Alabama. He's the number one sports like surgeon in the world, and WWE uses him usually. Yeah. yeah. So, I'd be surprised. Ray probably got all his knee surgeries done by Dr. Yeah. James Andrews. So. <laughs> um, I mean, if anything, it's like it's fuel for a story. It could it'd make for a really impre- like, uh, emotional when, comeback. When she wins the next year? If she comes back. Because you're out for a while with a knee injury, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, ACL I mean, is six plus months usually, but like, it's, but she, and she was doing great. She, I think she was supposed to win that match, is what I heard. I'm gonna guess she probably was supposed to win that match. The only thing is there aren't a lot of heels left at the end, and That's so true. they might have pushed Rhea through. But I'll say kudos to Rhea because uh, I mean she's obviously not the monster that she portrays herself to be. But, but she, she stayed was, in character. She stayed in character, <sighs> and she was like, that has to be hard. She was wrestling Tegan when she knew something was wrong. She like looked. Like when she was walking out after the match, like she looked at like Tegan, like oh how weak. Yeah, like, yeah. her face looked like you're so weak. Like Damn. just like like wow, I thought I was gonna come out here and have some competition. Yeah, kind of a thing. So she did her job great because like I can only imagine that she was like oh fuck, hope she's okay. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was rough. That I saw like a really cool video of it was Tegan like backstage like right after they got her in the back oh really and triple h coming up to her and like getting like right face to face with her like so like and you can't hear it all what he's saying well i'm sure she was in shock too yeah and stuff. but you could just see him like basically like you know he's saying like you're gonna come back you're gonna be like better than ever like, yeah this isn't the end like and she like stops crying a little bit, like. Well, he's probably securing a spot for her too. Mm-hmm. He's like, "You'll be in next year. Well, like, yeah. as long as you're like, healthy, yeah, or we'll sign you." I think you. basically saying like, "You're coming back." Like, yeah, she's actually signed. She's in the performance. Oh, okay. Already, well, because so. like I can only imagine when when her, when her other knee now is healed uh, to come back. Like, what a, what a story that like that can kick off. Like, yeah. she, she almost ended her career twice. I mean, not mm-hmm. almost. I mean, you recover from an ACL, but like, you you know. Like, it's just a it's a real comeback story. Yeah, yeah. I know. Like, they didn't show it on the on the show, but I know that Triple H went out and like talked to the crowd after that happened. Yeah, before they the definitely next didn't show that. Happened just basically saying like, you know, we're gonna go get her checked out, like, and yeah. all that, like saying like, because you, you know, can kind of hear happens. You can like, hear a yeah. pin drop in that room. Yeah, <laughs> I 
love Triple H. Yeah. I think he, he's really good at his job. Yeah. I don't know if he's part of any of this fucking sketchy shit that WWE does, but when it comes to like... To an extent, he's at least... Complacent. Complacent. It. Yeah. But, you know, at the same time, he has to be in that position in order mm-hmm. to... There, be there to take over the company. Yeah. It's yeah. his time. I mean, it's essentially, he's a politician. Yeah. Right. Like no politicians. Good. Yeah. Like, no, but there are some that are better than others. Yeah. It's kind of like, I do think he's genuinely like, I do think he genuinely cares about NXT and about the women's division. I think he, I think he cares about people too. Yo, I think he definitely like, does. I think that he didn't for such a long time. Yeah. And then I think that's fair. He's grown up a lot. Yeah. And like being like, a father I think has made a huge difference. Like I think people make that comparison like to show like why he cares about the women's division. I think it just shows that he cares about people more than he used to Mm -hmm. when he was burying people constantly through his career and politicking his way through his career. I think he's trying to make up for it. Lying in Bret Hart's face. Yeah. Oh yeah. During the whole screwdriver thing. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Like, like he's trying, I think to make up for something, even if he doesn't necessarily know that that's why he's doing it. Yeah. Um, because like definitely the portrait that gets painted of Triple H is that he's a very nice, caring person. Yeah. But I also saw that like he was in the car with Tegan Knox going to get like to the hospital. Yeah. Oh, he went with her. Wow. Yeah. Which I'm going to guess they left before the last match was done. He Probably. just went and got in the car, like said, y'all can handle this. Yeah. Damn. Uh, last match, by the Good way, boy. I can't recall. It was Mia Yim. Yeah. And Tony? Tony Storm? Yeah, it was Tony Storm. Okay. Tony Storm yeah. won. But Damn, Mia... she's been all over the place this week. Dude, oh, yeah. <laughs> she's been on three shows this week. Well, like the UK one was pre-taped in, what, June? Well, this was also pre-taped, but they aired. All no, the yeah. Oh, yeah, Well, yeah, Hello yeah. Wembley was a few weeks ago. I just finally got around to it. Oh, but okay, okay. But that yeah. was also a week before it came out. Like, it takes a week for it to come out. But still, yeah. She's all over our coverage of this podcast right now. Absolutely, yeah. Um, who won? Tony. Uh, Tony. Tony. Nice. Tony, oh. Tony, Tony. Tony, Tony, Tony. Tony, And Tony. Uh, real sick thing with this, though, is the crowd, apparently, after this match, was chanting to sign Mia. Yeah. And in the videos that WWE released, they, so they released a video of Triple H breaking the news to her that she was being signed. Yeah. And he said, like, this was already our plan, but we're accelerating it a little bit thing uh-huh. to that reaction from the crowd. And it was just like real, real sweet. Like she's crying, like dream come true. And um, they did an interview with her also. And they said like, was the first thing like, how do you feel now? She's like, well, I'm so glad now that I get to make Shelton Benjamin's life hell all the time. Aww. And then like joked and then said like, you know, but I'm so thankful. I'm going to go call my dad. Like, Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. She's been through a fuck ton in her life. Like she's like a big advocate for like domestic abuse victims and stuff yeah, because she's been yeah. through that. Like, mm-hmm. like she was in like a seriously abusive relationship for a real long time with another wrestler. I don't remember who it is, yeah. but like, and is a big advocate for that. And so like, Hell yeah, it's just nice to see good people get good things. Get good things. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Chelsea Green also got signed. Yeah. Chelsea Green got signed. A bunch of people got signed. Yeah. The picture he sent, I only recognize Matt Riddle and Punishment Martinez is in him. Yeah. There's a person who towers over Punishment Martinez, and I have no idea who he is. 
Because Punishment Martinez is like 6'4", 6'5", or They're something. They're also standing wow. on something, though, right? Because Matt Punish- Riddle's not that short. No, there's like they're on the ramp. So, okay. But Punishment Martinez is on the same level as the guy who is towering over him. It's like the guy in the middle of the picture. Oh, damn, that guy's gigantic. Yeah, I have no idea who it is, but I'm terrified of him. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely has a scary face. But yeah, it looks like there's going to be an awesome new crop of people coming up into NXT. Are the two on the left a tag team? I mean, they look very similar <laughs> they do to look each other. Similar. So I would not be surprised, but... Yeah, no, that's... Yeah, like, Punishment's a big dude. And <laughs> that guy is... That guy, like, dwarfs him. Dwarfs him. He is the size of Mia Yim and Chelsea Green, who are standing in front of him, put together. <laughs> like... Yeah, that's crazy. I gotta figure out who that guy is. Um, is there any other news in wrestling? We've covered a lot of wrestle news. Um, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, other than the weirdness going on with Saudi Arabia stuff. They're which, not going to do shit. No, know, no, of course they're going to keep going. But they've, going. they've stopped saying the word Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. They didn't say it once on Raw or SmackDown. They just and say it's like Jewel. you fucking, I don't know. It's like, I don't, I don't know how to feel. It's fucking garbage. Yeah. I did see a good argument, like, because a lot of people are canceling, um, which is understandable, but there was a good argument that it's like, no, don't cancel. Evolution's coming up. You need to, like, show your support. Show your support that. for that, and then don't watch Crown Jewel. Like, yeah. yeah. I know 100% I will not watch that show. Like, yeah. My, my thing is, like, I don't, does it, there's statistics of people who are watching uh, Crown Jewel, like I'm sure they get those stats. Oh like, yeah, you can. Oh, oh yeah, you can see those stats. It's part of the Observer every week. But like, it's like, is it? I'm also not planning on watching it. Uh, I mean, I'm definitely gonna like look it up though, so we can talk about it. And there's, I mean, I'm torn because there's matches I want to watch, but like, I don't think it's worth it because it, like the last time they're there was a glorified house show. Like it was. I don't think. Yeah, any, it was a long eight hours. I don't Dude, think there's gonna show. be a single. There isn't going to be a title change. Daniel Bryan, I don't think, is going to win, especially now. Yeah. With all this stuff going on, Daniel Bryan, if he's going to win the title from AJ, it's not going to be there. Yeah. Um, I don't think a single title is going to change hands. It's going to just not matter. Yeah. And, like, yeah, I, like, I don't know. Like, I'd love to watch Daniel Bryan and AJ Russell, but. I'm going to guess this is, like, they might not do this, but I would guess that The Miz interferes and so that they can have another match. Down the road. Yeah. I mean, like, that make the most sense. And try to, like, like, if they're going to do the change, not do it over there. Yeah. If they're smart, that's what they'll do. Because Miz isn't even on a on a match, is, I don't think. So he's, oh, well, oh, he's I part of the... That, that thing, but he's probably not going to get it. Oh, he's not going to win. Yeah, yeah. Is Kurt going to win? Uh, Probably not. No, because they're probably going to go for a Kurt Baron. Uh, yeah. It's probably going to be Cena, Cena. in it. Cena's gonna Cena, win it. Cena, Randy. Cena's gonna win it. <laughs> yeah, see, it's probably gonna be like Cena versus Mysterio, and then I Cena's hope he win. beats yeah. Randy with the sixth move of Doom. Dude, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, Cena versus Ray would be cool. I mean, I know what you mean. I just my my wonder about it is like, if yeah, if like subscriptions stay the same, if they're 
you know, stock prices don't go down if sponsors don't threaten to pull out for future well, stock events. Stock prices have gone down a little bit recently. And there are and there are no sponsors. Not on this one, but I mean for like future events, if sponsors are like we don't know if we want to work with you guys. Yeah. Uh, then like I don't like I don't know. Like, does individual viewership make a difference, or is it kind of just like a a personal like? I think that that'll be a sign protest. to them. Yeah. I think that what's like. We all want them to pull out of this. They might not be able to pull out of this on such short notice with mm-hmm. the contracts they have signed. Like, they might not be able to in general, but I think that they it would be really difficult for them to not put on this event because yep. yeah. money has already changed hands for this event. Totally. Mm-hmm. And it's also, like, it's weird how... Uh, like a like a lot of news sources are talking about this mm-hmm. event, but it's because Linda McMahon's in Trump's cabinet. Yeah, so it's like okay, there's like weird weird political well, uh, like hands in this in this pot. Yeah, and it's like I don't know. Yeah, I've seen a little like little like people's comments, but apparently we have a good relationship with them. America does. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's like they run a government like yeah, but like, I mean that's the our thing government they, would like to. But like they killed an American journalist. Yeah, yeah. like so that's the thing. Like our government would like to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like I don't know. Um, yeah, but I mean I think watching it matters. I don't know if you really want to watch it, do it illegally. Well, like maybe I'll just pirate it. But at that point. I don't know. It's too much work. <laughs> I just I kinda, I don't, don't want to s- watch it. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be worth watching. Yeah. Like, Triple H and Shawn Michaels against The Undertaker and Kane is not going to be good. It'll we'll be get, entertaining. We'll, we'll inevitably like, get a better Shawn Michaels match down yeah. the road. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. Like, the I don't remember the Greatest Royal Rumble being worth it. The Rumble match itself was fun. Yeah. Because Daniel Bryan was in it for over an hour. Yeah. Like, there was cool yeah. shit like that that happened. Uh, nothing else was, like, of real consequence on Mm-mm. that show. No. I don't remember it. Like, remember... Shinsuke and AJ had a good match that they had their best DQ. match, yeah. Or, like, double count out, I think. Like, uh-huh. Yeah. Dude, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Bobby Lashley almost killed Big Cass. Yeah. In the Rumble oh, match. Yeah. That's oh Titus. Titus fucking Titus. Titus. That's the only like that was the, the most the yeah. best part of that whole thing was Titus falling under the ring. Titus falling. What <laughs> <laughs> was the Rumble itself? Yeah, I don't know. I if like I don't feel obligated to watch it like i feel obligated to watch to try to watch raw yeah so it's like i don't think i'm going to the last show was eight hours i don't want to spend eight hours well it's in five weeks but it's thanksgiving time (laughs) yeah like there's already so much wrestling going on that's going to be a glorified house show it's not worth it yeah I feel that. Especially after we just got Super Showdown, which was a good show. It was. Yeah. Like, it felt more canon than uh Well, Creative and that's World. what also... A title change happened. That's what's also scary. What if they do that? Well, it, I mean, but, it's no longer called Greatest Royal Rumble. I mean, it has its own name now. Crown Jewel. So maybe they're making it more canon, but even then... Uh, like, I don't think they're going to. And even if they do, you know what? Remember when... AJ won the U.S. title at a house show. Yeah. Treat it like that. We didn't get to see that match. We only That's got true. to see the last few seconds of it. It's very true. Yeah. Just like, 
shit happens sometimes that you don't get to see. Yeah. When I was like first watching wrestling, I didn't get to see a single pay-per-view. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So Got I the would just the night after I'd get recaps like on the next show. Usually title changes happen there. Yeah. yeah. So I missed most of the title changes until eventually I could go back and rewatch them. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. If Daniel right. Bryan wins the title over there, you know what? That's a dumb idea by them. Yeah. yeah. Not worth rewatching. Cause like he should win it in front of a crowd that cares. Care. Cares. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That's the other thing. Like, uh, at least last year, like there's just people milling about the whole time. It's not a good environment for a wrestling and this show. Isn't, this, this is not, this is going to be a worse one. Yeah. That one was in Jeddah. Jeddah is like the most modern city in Saudi Arabia. This is in Riyadh, which is like a more politically and religiously conservative town. Like oh, city. really? Mm. Like, I don't think it's, that's not good. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, bummers. Yeah. It's, you know what? Evolution is coming up soon. That's going to be sick. That's going to be sick. Not, even though they don't treat it like it is. It still is going to be. Like, it will be. And pretty soon here, we're going to have NXT War Games in like a month. So. Okay. I'm looking forward to that. War Games, Survivor Series. Survivor Series will be whatever. It's usually entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. It, though weird and like NX, that takeover is going to be great. Yep. And they did a lot of tapings. The last tapings before it, the, like this week. And yeah, I haven't seen all the spoilers, but the spoilers I've seen. Like, Got some good stuff coming up. Hell yeah. Some great stuff coming up. You don't have to watch all of it. Just yeah. watch what you want to watch. It's true. Yeah. Watch what you want. Support good shit. That's all we got. It's a very joke light episode. Our, uh, all our friends are at Matt's house. Yeah, they didn't want to come. They couldn't all fit in my car. It's too small. <laughs> um, well, yeah, let's wrap it up. You can follow me on the internet at Ostercoaster on Twitter, at Blue Oster Colt with a V on Instagram. Um, buy our merch, bit.ly slash WrestleBoys merch. Um, we got a compliment about uh, the shirt. One of my one of my friends. Nice. Oh, really? Like, what was the compliment? Oh, that's a. He just said that's a really good shirt design. Oh, cool. Um, you can follow Duck Shirt on things. Duck Shirts on the internet. That's Eastside. Uh, I'm uh, at Matt underscore on underscore drums on Instagram, and also at Wrestle Drums on Instagram. Uh, I mean that account has been kind of dormant for a while just because all my videos keep getting flagged. But you know, might make some more here soon. Who knows? I can follow my dog at Zeno Pupperino on instagram and uh, i mean that's the business noise noise you can follow me at kayfabe dad on twitter at my chemical dad pants on instagram great name great name follow us at genuine wrestle boys on instagram at wrestle boys cast on twitter audibletrial.com slash wrestle boys fucking cast leave us a five-star review please or like a one star. Give us some no, fucking no, criticism. No, oh no, don't give us one star reviews. Oh no, we don't have enough of those to be that cavalier about it. Give us a five star review, and if there's something you don't like, email us. Me- message us, us privately. We'll change. We'll change for you. We <laughs> yeah, promise. We're adaptable. We, we grow. love you. We change. Um, also, if you have a lot of time on your hands and want to start a show from the beginning, uh, listen to Mundane Nights. Uh, our previous interviews. Uh, interviewee uh, Mud, the dirtiest player in the game, Ryan from the Sidekicks. Um, him and I don't, 
I've listened to 15 episodes of the show and I don't remember his co-host name, but it's a fun show. What? (laughs) It's a great job. (laughs) It's a fun show. Ryan is so much like Matt that it's so cute. Fun. (laughs) And I love it. So uh, I, get, I would say also I get double mats. Nice, uh, just like on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say uh, kudos to both of you on the interview. I thought oh, it was really good. Yeah, when I re-listened to it, I was like, okay, I guess my interview style wasn't that bad. Yeah. Russell Boys in the Sheets. <laughs> Hell yeah, I like that name. I stick by it. Yeah. Um, Ooh, an interview show, but you just do it from the comfort <laughs> of your bed in your pajamas. Ooh. Man, who would you want in your sheets? Like. Uh, Finn Balor, obviously. Yeah. Joey Ryan. Ooh, did you guys listen to Joey Ryan on So Cold? Oh, so Cold oh, podcast. Yeah. It was really good. good. Joey Ryan just seems like a fucking good guy. He's yeah. super nice. He showed up wearing a sh- like dress shirt and tie. Yeah, and he said because he, he wanted to dress up for Stone Cold because he's like a big fan. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, Alistair Black, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Braun just to see him in a normal size bed. Oh, and I would love to see Braun in just a matching pajamas. Just like in a full onesie. I imagine, but also like one of those old timey like uh uh like Christmas Carol hats. Oh, the, hell yeah. just a long fucking night hat. It's time to go to bed. <laughs> time for me to say my fucking prayers. Oh my god, he has to stay in hotels. Just like normal human sized beds. Oh dude, and he has to like he has to fly on human sized uh airplanes. It's not, it's not fair. It's not fair for him. Yeah. Like I feel like that's worse than wrestling for some of the wrestlers is the travel. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's why like people get buses when they've been around long enough. Yeah. Yeah. Lex Express baby. Yeah. That was a tangent. We already plugged. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, happy Rusev day. Fuck it in English. Um, (laughs) Russell boys 316 says when it comes to your animals, Trust your gut. Trust your gut.